Badass. Welcome to the Radiant Badass. If you like your suburban mom with a side of punk and your spirituality laced with pop culture references, friend, you are home. I'm your host, Elizabeth Holmes. I'm so glad you're here. Let's have some fun. Guys, it is like only a minute into the new year and I am already freaking overwhelmed. For real. I am like exhausted. It seems like society gives you like a maximum of 30 seconds to recover from the onslaught of the holidays. And then it just bombards you with all that you need to do in the new year, all that you've got to get done in 2023, right? Like you feel this, right? And as we determined last week, I am not making 2023 my bitch. That's off the table. Not interested in that energy. But even when I filter out all of the content related to that kind of energy, it still leaves an absolute unattended fire hose level of intensity of content delivered from every angle. Just flooding information everywhere. So many suggestions and recommendations and demands of what you absolutely positively have to do to change in the coming year. And like every single year of my damn life, I'm being told I need to clean up my diet, right? Like right off the top, everything, clean up your diet. Got to clean up your diet. Here's some ways to clean up your diet. And I do need to, okay, let's be real. Uh, I usually eat pretty good, but it gets very messy starting at Thanksgiving and then it just kind of goes free fall. So yes, I do need to clean up my diet, but I'm not subscribing to any of the multiple meal plans on offer. Those ones that are clogging up my inbox. Yeah, no, like all the diets are represented. Like how could I even choose between like keto, paleo, Mediterranean, blue zone, Adkins, low carb, high carb. Intermittent fasting, which I guess really isn't a diet because you're like not eating, but somehow they still are monetizing that. Anyway, everywhere you turn. And they are all touted as being the absolute best path to health. How could they all be the best path to health? There are articles abounding that itemize the virtues of these programs, like things like Noom. Or one of the dozens of food tracking apps where I can record every calorie and every calorie expended and track my macros. And I'm not even sure I know what track my macros means. So, yeah, probably not doing that. I see tons of advertising dollars being spent on offers for gym memberships or online programs that are guaranteed to get me moving. And I'm like, are you new here? Because having a membership to something is no guarantee that I am going to get moving. Friend, not even close. I don't even want to think about the amount of money that has come out of my checking account over the years for gyms that I wasn't even going to. I can't, I don't even want to begin to quantify that. And aside from that, aside from like what you're eating and how you're moving, there are thousands of pieces of content on every platform telling me about like the eight things I must do every morning for the most productive day, like 
exclamation point. And then like the nine things I must do before I go to bed at night and the three things to do every hour to prevent me dying from sitting in a chair too much. And then there's the five affirmations for health and wealth and the daily intention setting ritual that comes with its own four step process. And if I'm understanding all this, if I'm taking in all of this content and requirements, it appears that I'm supposed to be a moneymaker, a blessing attractor, a boundary ninja, nutritionist, a relationship expert, a personal trainer, and of course, above all, a bad bitch. And like, how? That is my simple question. How in the hell could I fit all of that into my day, into a day? I like sat down and really thought about it because I'm a little sucker for marketing, I admit. But it would have to start when I got out of bed, right? You get out of bed, I'm going to do my daily stretches and drink my full glass of lemon water that I remembered to set on my bedside table the night before. I'd immediately start repeating those affirmations while I jump on the treadmill for my 30 minutes of moderate cardio. Then I'd need to get in a meditation and write my three morning journal pages, which I got to tell you, writing three pages in a journal in the morning, that is not a 10-minute exercise, friends. And it's not even 7 a.m. yet, and I've done all of that. Once I finished up my morning pages, I'd head to the kitchen for a shot of apple cider vinegar and whatever other assorted supplements I'm taking. And then I would eat my macro balance breakfast as soon as I figured out what macros were. And then I would do my 10 minutes of inspirational reading, followed by another 10 minutes of aspirational reading. And only at that point, I can hop in the shower, fit in a couple squats and some other body weight exercises while I'm in the shower, and then also do my four-step morning skincare routine. And then I'll jump out and dress in clothes I laid out the night before. And here I am exhausted and I haven't even started the challenging part of my day. Like that's just your morning people. Then during the day, in addition to any work for pay that I need to get done and all of my moments of work for pay demand to be performed at boss babe levels of intensity, like all the time, got to be a boss babe. I also have to make sure I'm drinking my healing teas plus my 60 ounces of water or whatever the ounces they decided today are the appropriate amounts. I'm going to move every 10 minutes. I'm going to eat the healthy lunch I prepped on the weekend, take a moment to read for pleasure, find time for play. I've got to disconnect from my devices, but connect with friends and family and also ensure I have enough solitude for recharging. Additional requirements for fulfillment are to make sure I find a hobby, volunteer in my community, keep up on current trends, but again, not on social media. And I've also got to stay informed on current events, again, while being disconnected from my devices, all the while keeping my mental health front of mind and practicing mindfulness. Okay. And now we're at bedtime and I got to wrap up my day. I've got to lay out my clothes for the following day, make sure my lunch is ready to go, do all the pre-planning for the next day. 
Then I've got another random meditation. I'm doing my gratitude journal. There's going to be some sort of 14-step PM skincare routine, and then I can get into bed. And yeah, like, I don't know. Seems like a little much, right? And clearly here, I'm not including any family responsibilities, which most of us carry a full-time job worth of those types of responsibilities on top of all this stuff we're supposed to be doing to make 2023 so amazing. So my point is, it's ridiculous. And the messaging is relentless. And I've laughed about this on the podcast before, the idea of there being six steps or whatever to anything worthwhile or lasting. It just doesn't happen like that. And I'll admit I'm as seduced as the next person, maybe even more so by the idea of like a blank slate, a fresh page and evolving to that next step. Right. And the ability to get there in six predetermined steps, six steps that someone else has already laid out for me. Yes, please. Sounds amazing and impossible. And I know you're thinking, bummer drummer, whatever. I absolutely want to grow and change and learn from year to year. Like, I love ambition. I hope I am always ambitious. I want to be carried out of this life still ambitious. But the commodification of self-improvement is wild, man. When you think about it, like selling you the idea that if you just do what I tell you to do, it will work for you, that there's in any way a one-size-fits-all path forward. And I don't know much, but I do know there is no such thing as one-size-fits-all in this world. Facts. So if you start to slip into a place where you're thinking that these lists and these steps are the way for you to address your issues, please catch yourself. These are superficial fixes and distractions, and you're going to feel like shit about yourself if you incorporate these new 37 odd steps into your day and you faithfully complete them. And at the end of the year, you find out you're still just you. Probably a fitter, more well-rested you with better skin, which is not nothing, but the kind of true lasting change, the really valuable stuff comes from working on your insides. I know it sucks. It's kind of like when you own a home and you have to redo the plumbing or maybe the, the electrical systems in your house and you spend all that friggin' money And all that time, and then there's all the inconvenience that it takes to overhaul those systems. And then you have like people come over to your house and, you know, to show it off, I guess. But of course, they can't see it, right? But you can flush your toilet or you could turn on your light without blowing a fuse. Like these are foundational systems. And I'm saying that's where you need to focus your energy. Any energy that you have to spend on becoming a better version of you, you need to spend that on your internal systems. Because like the internal version of new wallpaper isn't going to put you over the threshold into the level of self-love and self-respect you need for your continued evolution. I mean, but great wallpaper though. 
And to be real, I don't think these are incompatible, actually. Um, the idea of kind of that more surface stuff, the physical stuff, working with the deeper stuff, I, I think they go together. I mean, I know that I'm at my most peaceful and centered, my most motivated to do what I need to do to take good care of myself without needing a checklist when I'm eating well, when I'm moving every day, when I'm sleeping, when I'm meditating. Yeah, I am doing all of that. And then I'm doing the internal work also. That totally sucks. And I also know that when I've got internal chaos, that I could have all the guides and checklists and tracking apps in the world and I wouldn't make meaningful progress. So please don't make yourself crazy following all these dance steps that aren't even for you. Like find your own rhythm. And keep moving forward. That is key. Make whatever progress you can whenever you can. Maybe it's not every day. That's fine. A little is better than nothing. And keep going. And I'm thinking maybe that will be my mantra for 2023. Just a simple keep going. No alliteration. It's not particularly sexy, but it's very clear. Keep going going. And I would love to hear about your mantra for 2023 or even your 14-step skincare routine if that's working for you. And you can email me at hello at radiantbadass.com. I want to thank you all for tuning in and I hope to see you next week on The Radiant Badass. And I'm your host, Elizabeth Holmes, not the convicted felon. 